three. Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation. And as y'all normally know, today I am not in live hip hop daily studios. I'm at my studios, AKA my house. And I'm actually, I'm in the living room today because we're doing some work in my personal studio. So soon y'all gonna be seeing a super dope background back here. But for right now, I got a super dope guest and that's gonna take, that's gonna take, replace the fact that we don't have a good background today. And that's my man, Brian Bowen with Kronja. Um, Kronja is a super dope lifestyle brand and they have an amazing opportunity through the parent company to expand the brand's um, footprint across the globe. So uh, without further ado, Brian, how you doing today? Yes, indeed. Well, first and foremost, Mecca, I wanted to just thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule and sharing your platform for, you know, myself and the Kronja Squad as well, too. So thank you. But other than that, everything else is great. Everything's on the up and up. That's what's up, man. All right. So let's get let's get into the, the nitty gritty of everything, man. Brian, yeah, how did you find yourself involved in the cannabis space? Like, what were you doing prior to this? Yeah, yes, indeed. Indeed. So I would say, you know, just going back, I think my, my first you know stab into the cannabis industry was more so on the ancillary end. Okay. Uh, so in 2015, I actually uh, started to work for a startup company at the time by the name of PAX, which some you know might be familiar with. So yeah. I was one of the original employees on the sales side. So I was able to have my own market, uh, Midwest specifically. So I was able to sell their you know vaporizers and other accessories into the Midwest, you know, from states like Illinois, which is my stomping grounds, as well as Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan. So that was kind of like my first sprinkle into the game. That's what's up. PAX is no longer a startup. <laughs> that, look. Yeah, that, if you heard me say, you know, startup at the time, you yeah. know, so straight up. So, yeah, they took off to mammoth levels. And, you know, that was kind of like the first step, as I mentioned before. And, uh, you know, that kind of morphed into uh, another entity. But we'll talk about that, you know, I'm sure. And then we yeah, that's they, they definitely, you know, and, and like like we just mentioned, PAX is no longer a small startup. Um, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of things that you learned during your time with PAX that you're able to translate over into what you do right now with Kronja. Um, speak to us about your time with PAX and what you feel like you learned and that you could you was able to take away that you're able to use now currently in your business. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that luckily with working a startup, you have to kind of look at it as more so of, you know, you having uh, your own business of sorts you're, and you're building out a market, a territory yourself. So you have to be equipped with you know, some of those entrepreneurial tools. So, you know, when working with a startup, it's always great to, you know, kind of, you know, work on the fly, throw some things on the wall just to see if it sticks. And, um, you know, I was able to build out what I like to say my CEO, uh, you know, kind of uh, mentality where, you know, it's an acronym where you have the communication aspect then you also have the education, then you have the organization. So I was able to really build that out by working with PACs. So, you just have to have efficient communication across the board. That's with your colleagues as well as your retail partners. Um, you know, when it comes to education, you know, Mecca, you know, you have to educate yourself. And, you know, the industry is changing constantly on a daily basis. So you have to be on the forefront of knowing, you know, what's what, you know, what you have to kind of be at the forefront of. And then when it comes to organization, you know, you have to be very organized into the space right now where, I believe within the cannabis industry, we're still slowly but surely getting to that level right now. But with working with PAX, everyone there actually had all three of those different qualities. So as I decided to jump into having the Kronja brand along with my partner, Ryan, we were able to, you know, take, you know, those experiences and those skill sets to, uh, you know, really build out our brand. So that's what I would take with it. Got you, got you. So now let's get into Kronja. Um, you didn't mention you have a business partner. There are other people involved. How did you find yourself involved with Kronja? And, um, you know, just talk about your experience working with them. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the the Franja brand was birthed, you know, through, you know, my partner, Ryan Fran, who's the visionary and the brainchild of the brand. And, you know, with our time during PAX, we were able to, you know, really be seen that there was a void into the market and we were looking for high-end premium cannabis accessories looking into the industry. And we would go to a lot of trade shows during, you know, our, our PAX tenure. We would go to trade shows, we would go to concerts, and we would be able to, you know, really, you know, build with other cannabis lovers as well. And we've noticed that when it came to pulling out the actual flower, uh, you know, a lot of people would just bring, you know, their their flower and their bud out in the most random, you know, type of items and accessories, including like Beast by Dre headphone cases, the whole nine. So we're like, you know what? I mean, that that was real. So we had to kind of switch it up a little bit. So, you know, I had to really give credit, you know, to my partner, Ryan, who, you know, made the step to, you know, say, you know what, let's get some of these, you know, rolling trays out. So this is something that we've, you know, pretty much redesigned the valet tray, which has already been into the market, but we branded it as, you know, more of a, unique innovative rolling tray that people can just have on the go with them so we were able to get some mock-ups created in the la art district in 2017 and we were able to give them out to a few homies um a few of our our, our homies that are you know influencers into the mix kind of aligns with our ethos which is you know fashion music art and travel and um, it kind of took off on itself you know and with my background and my network you know working with packs um, I was able to, you know, easily sell these products in, you know, obviously I had to, you know, sell the dream and sell the concept. But once everyone was able to understand that we were able to sell them into some of the smoke shops, some of the, uh, you know, other vape shops that we were in as well. So um, that was kind of the, the the launching pad and, you know, to kind of bring it back that allowed for us to, which was a passion project. We end up becoming the first black, you know, and veteran-owned cannabis brand to be sold into the state of Illinois, which is, you know, something that we're very proud about. And with that, we were able to take it into other different states. So that's what's up, man. When you say sold to Illinois, what what what, what is that? What does that all entail? Yeah. So honestly, in 2015, the very first dispensary, the very first dispensary to open up in the city of Chicago was Dispensary 33. So these, they were the actual retail storefront to give us a chance. And they were, they allowed for us to be able to make history. So, you know, with our connections by selling packs, you know, we were able to get our products into some of these stores very quickly. And I would like to say that that was kind of like our unique edge getting into the industry. We wanted to, you know, drop with flour, which we did late, late early uh, last year. But what we end up, having to do based off limited resources was to use what we have, which was the accessories. So we were able to sell those, you know, in multiple channels, you know, from dispensaries, from vinyl record shops, streetwear boutiques. And um, that was kind of the, the the foundation that we've laid out. So I would like to say that it, it took a tribe, it took a team, but then it was able to, you know, be very strategic with, you know, our decision to get into the market. Yeah. And now we got a full lifestyle brand that that, that um Kronja encapsulates. So let's talk about some of the things that involved that that Kronja actually has. Like I was on your website not too long ago. I really like them ashtrays. I was like, I might have to grab me an ashtray, but you got I always have to like, I always have to correct my brother. Uh those are actually rolling trays. So I understand some people get the, the ashtray thing. You're not the first. Okay. You know, but gotta gotta share that with you with, with your with your followers. Um, premium rolling tray, you know, at the end of the day. Now, 
don't get me wrong, people use it how they want, you mm -hmm. know, but at the forefront, you know, rolling tray. Got you, got you. So what are some of the products that, that are under the Kronja umbrella? Yes, indeed, indeed. So we have the rolling trays. Uh, we've also, you know, had limited runs with our storage cases as well, which we sold exclusively with Dispensary 33. And then to uh, December 2021, we actually launched our flower line into the Cali market, which we uh, actually rolled out uh, the, our seven grams, our seven grams smalls to be exact. We seen that there was a uh, void um, and we just wanted to be able to provide that for the customer that was looking to have a premium experience. But then also wanted to be price conscious as well and wanted to still be able to you know save a few bucks along the way. And then afterwards, we were able to roll out a few other different products uh, within the flower category, including our 3.5, our Ace, as well as our two grammars, which we just released uh, this past November. And then uh, just a few weeks ago, we just launched our apparel line. Masco, you you talk about moving fast, man. Let's let's dive into the flower part. Like, so even what was it like jumping into flower? Like, you know, when it comes to sourcing the plant, when it comes to just finding the right people to work with you on even on that level, what was it like jumping into that lane of, of cannabis? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that for us, you know, it was more of a seamless process. Um, you know, let me kind of rewind back. So in the process of us having this passion project with Pranja, where we were selling our rolling trays from 2017 upwards, you know, which, you know, for some, you know, we can be looked at as an overnight success, but, you know, this took some time. And, you know, within the cannabis industry, you know, dated back to 2017, you know, that's that's pretty seasoned, you know. Um, and with us jumping into the flower industry in 2020, we were able to get our hands on a tier one social equity distribution license uh, with the help of our partners over at JC Rad, which is the name of the, the company for our distro. So we actually have our last mile. We also have, you know, our manufacturing as well as our delivery license. So in the midst of that, we did not have the Kronza flower brand in market, you know, just quite yet. So we were able to sell other brands products within a two year period. So that was kind of like our education or schooling to be able to kind of see, you know, some of the pain points, what were the opportunities out there into the market? Because you can't, I mean, you know, people come out with flower every day. They come out, you know, there's different brands. So we just wanted to be a little more strategic with that. So luckily, while we're building out our distribution company, we had the rolling trays and the accessories doing good in other uh, multiple states that we had. And by the time 2021 hit, we gathered all the information and the data that we had by distributing other brands' products. And then we've also built out the, the, the Rolodex of uh, Book of Business. Uh, so we were able to sell other brands' products into 200 stores across the state within a year's time. So we were able to get our hands um, under the distribution license. Uh, majority of the business, you know, consisted of buying and selling both flower. And, you know, one of the, you know, visionaries and the one at the forefront of that is our partner, Doug, which we uh, actually nicknamed Doug the Plug, which is, you know, known here in the Cali market. And he, you know, comes from, you know, the traditional market, um, which then, you know, transferred into, you know, this side of the business. And with having kind of that expertise, we were able to be able to source the best flower because we had, you know, someone that was knowledgeable in the space who actually had the connections with some of the best, you know, cultivators in the state also. So I would say that, um, you know, everything just, you know, worked into, you know, in terms of, you know, divine timing. So with us already having the brand circulating, we just put everything together, then launched the flower with, you know, high quality seven gram indoor smalls. And then we see the parent company come involved. 
Um, you know, you're now part of a, a, a very exclusive club that they're doing, a 12-week program for social equity, um, social equity for people who have social equity licenses and, and involved in the business. Um, speak to us about how you got involved, how you got your, how Cronje got involved in the program, and what are some of the things that you feel like you should be taking away from being being able to be part of this this amazing program? Yeah, uh, great question. Well, uh the way that we were able to get into uh, the program was, you know, I have to first and foremost give credit to Tiffany, who was actually heading the actual social equity program under the parent company. And this has been something that's been in conversation since last year. And we were on the radar of the parent company at the time where they had the concept, but they didn't have the build out uh, per se. So with us, you know, they were, you know, scouting and looking at different brands that were, you know, building momentum here in Cali. And just through multiple conversations, we were able to get to the finish line. And what we see being able to take away from this program is being able to access, you know, the departments and the resources that they're willing to offer, which is something that, you know, is you know very valuable for, you know, a social equity brand minority veteran owned brand that's, you know, underutilized with resources and they're willing to offer not only placement with your product into all of their storefronts across the state. So they're raising your visibility, they're raising your visibility first and foremost, which we've already seen, you know, the benefit with that just being into the program within two weeks, we've seen our sales soar and also being able to have access to each department that they have. So they're able, we're able to have one-on-one -on -one mentor you know, brain trust meetings with the head of legal, the head of finance, uh, the head of, you know, product and innovation. So with that, we're able to get a little more insight with the program. And then as we have, you know, kind of the admirations of expanding into multiple states this year, now we can be able to reach out to their legal team to look at our contracts when we're looking to work with other MSOs. We're also with our delivery license, we're able to use all of the entities under the Tronja portfolio and we're now able to bring our partners from the distro side as we have the delivery license. Now they can teach us about the legalities because they also have their own delivery license as well, too. So we're primed to be able to take the Fonja brand, the JC Rad brand to the next level due to the program. Congratulations, man. I know that's when I, when I was first reading about it, I was like, what an amazing program. And some of the people that are involved now, especially like like Kronja, um, like Amber Center, who I spoke to yesterday, like people I feel like really would benefit from this. And I'm glad that you're part of that. A hundred percent. So, you know, uh, you know, we're happy that, you know, Kronja, I mean, we're making history across the board, as you heard a few moments ago, like from our positioning into the Illinois market, also yeah. jumping into other different states. This is just another layer added to her, to the Pronda story and the parent company is a part of that. So, you know, as we look to grow, we want other brands coming behind us to, you know, be able to, you know, reap the benefits. So it's more of a, a trial period where, you know, we're working the kinks out and we're, and I mean, this is a true partnership. So we don't have everything solidified. Everything isn't, you know, um, aligned perfectly, which, you know, we've embraced that. So with us all having grace with each other, now we're able to share our experience with other brands that's going to be a part of the program. That's what's up. So what are some of the things that you've learned about yourself since being in this bit being in this business? Um, you know, when it comes to just being part of a new space like this, being part of the new um, being part of the SCV over at the parent company, what have you learned about yourself more importantly? That's a really great question, Mecca. I would have to say that I've been able to find my my true voice. Okay. You know, being an entrepreneur, you know, I think that from my 
trajectory, being able to after I had my received my MBA, I, you know, I was really at a standstill where I didn't know what I wanted to do into the space. You know, I, I knew that, you know, I was very curious about everything in terms of my surroundings. Uh, but I never knew about how curious I can be into jumping into the entrepreneurial space. Now, I've always looked at myself as being a really great team member, but then being able to be at the forefront and to lead others, that's something that I had to grow into. Um, so I would say that this journey of being an entrepreneur in the last few years, I've been able to develop and find my voice. So I would say that was, you know, first and foremost, the number one thing that I've been able to you know, really uh, establish about myself. Awesome, man. And I know you mentioned that thinking about the expanding out into other markets, Illinois being one of them. Um, Mass How about possibly Massachusetts, even New York? I'm pretty sure it's on your mind. Um, when you think about moving into those other other spaces, are you getting nervous a little bit? Like, well, we, we were we were just this big. Now we have a chance to be like a conglomerate, man. Like, have you thought about that? Like, has that has any nerves set in yet thinking about yeah, we in these meetings now. We got to we probably can expand out way further than we are than we were before. You know what, Mecca, that's a that's a, another great question where I think that we've had this this brand vision of what we can be able to do with Franja. And I think that luckily for us, I'm able to um have patience with the process, which is something that I've also learned about myself is you know being able to develop a high tolerance for anything that comes my way at any given time. And I think that luckily for us, we have everything through phases and iterations. So according to the schedule that we have in place, everything is working in the space that it, it needs to be in. Um, one thing I would say that by working and partnering with the parent company, we started to see the vision actually speed up to, you know, mammoth levels. Uh, which now, luckily for us, we build out our infrastructure. We've already went through a lot of the hurdles that, you know, the average, you know, emerging, uh, you know, startup company would have. So thanks to the parent company, they're helping keep everything on track right now. So it does not seem overwhelming right now because I have the backing with not only the Conjure brand and JC Rad team, but the parent company because they have everything on the back end covered for the most part. So I'm 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 glad uh, of to see the growth and knowing that we have the resources and tools to be able to take it to the next level. All right, so we're in the new year, it's 2023. Uh, where do you think we're going to see the Kronja brand next year this time? You know, like what, 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 how optimistic are you about that that you could speak to us boldly about where you feel like the brand's going to be next year? Yeah, I, I think that uh, for right now, the way that we see it is jumping into multiple states. We're looking at expansion across the board, which, you know, we're going to start getting our feet wet this year, jumping into other different states. Um, but I think that it's going to expand a little more. So we, we already have our phases of what states we're going to be in and the time frame. So just, you know, sticking to course. So being able to expand, hopefully being into the retail space, which would be something that would be great and that would fall into track of schedule. Um, and then also really being able to establish our portfolio of products. Currently right now, we just have, you know, our flower and our accessories, but we would like to eventually jump into the edible category. We'll like to, you know, jump into the concentrates, you know, and then also alternative categories as well too. You know, we see that, you know, health and, you know, lifestyle products right now in the cannabis space is really huge. So we would love to immerse ourselves into that space right now because it does fall in line with our ethos, which is fashion, music, art, and travel. So we want to be able to, you know, really tackle on all of those different sectors 
and uh, different verticals. So I see all of that hitting the mark and uh, being a part of the uh, the plan for next year. And I love how that's part of your ethos, the fashion, the art, all that. Like, I love how that's all wrapped up into the brand. It's something that I feel like is the same for Cash Color Cannabis as you see my brand Atlanta is. Yes, indeed. Which I love the merch, by the way. So I love that we're repping. Appreciate it, man. We got to do a swap out eventually, man. <laughs> uh, let's get it. I'm, I'm totally down for that, like straight up. I'll get your information and we'll get that uh, handled for sure. Definitely, definitely, man. Speak to us about the importance of that. Like, I thought when I first came up with, with the idea of Cash Color Cannabis and Atlanta Biz, my thing was, I wanted to bring my hip hop knowledge and my hip hop background into this space because I felt like that flavor was needed. Uh, speak to us about why fashion and art and those kind of in the, the ethos that you speak of is important to why Kronja is in, is becoming the brand as becoming, why it's becoming so unique. I would have to say that, I mean, all all four of those different sectors, I mean, that's the post on the culture. You know, you can't really have culture if you don't have those things really established. And I think for us, you know, our DNA is those four things that we just listed. And luckily for us, we've already knew that we were going to be able to roll out our products and to be able to get our story out through those four different sectors. So it's just been a matter of just being able to properly roll that out into the market. So when it comes to the fashion, you know, we just listed, you know, right here, you know, this is our apparel. We don't look at, you know, uh, what we've been able to produce as merch. You know, something merch is something disposable, something that you know, exactly. you know, hey, this is cool to get our hands on. But no, this is high quality product that we have. And then luckily for us, you know, we have, you know, our a strong tribe on our team and in backing. We have our own creative, you know, team, you know, um, which is based. They're based in Chicago and they're very successful. Sorry about that. <laughs> I had to put a pause on that. But yeah, I mean, for us our partners that actually helps with us when it comes to, you know, the creative direction of all of our products, you know, they, that's their specialty. And I have to give a shout out to RBI collective, which they're our in-house creative team and helps with everything and bring everything to life. So with that, we've already had that established and we're only going to take this to the next level. We've seen a positive reaction with the apparel line that we've launched and this is just going to go to the next level. So we have that aspect covered, which we've been able to sell, which I have to differentiate the difference between merchandise and apparel. The apparel is going to be able to get us into other different channels like the streetwear boutique, like I mentioned as well. Merchandise is something that you just give away. So we have that established. We already have demand for it in multiple channels right now. Then you have the, uh, the, the art aspect. You know, I'm a huge art collector. I've been an art collector for the last six years with my community that I've been able to build out. Now I'm starting to see the convergence between art and cannabis. And now I'm starting to build a community between the two worlds where you're going to start to see that reflected into some of our upcoming collabs that we're going to have with artists specifically. So you're going to actually see their own spin, their idea, what their story is, how they're influenced by consuming cannabis and how that translated to, you know, their masterpieces and their artwork. So you're going to start to see that into the space when it comes to travel. You know, we have, you know, our CMO and our partner, Michael Malcolm, which he has a really successful brand by the name of We Travel Food. So we're going to have our own iteration. So just to kind of bring all this in full circle, the music aspect, one of our partners is, you know, legendary MC from Chicago, uh, GLC, which he's been a day one supporter of the brand as well. And you're going to start to see some of his music projects have the influence with Pranja. So we're bringing all of our worlds kind of together into the space. So that's, you know, something that I'm really proud about, about the brand, because 
we're pulling from all different worlds right now. And then cannabis is at the root of that. So um, that's what I would have to say that, you know, kind of, you know, brings the DNA project. Word. And also shout out to GLC. I interviewed him back in like 2008, man. I was a very interesting dude. GLC is an amazing personality. <laughs> uh, I'm already knowing I had to backtrack to uh, peep that interview. But, you know, to be able to, you know, get this knowledge and these isms um, and really these gems from all of my partners right now, you know, it's been, you know, really great. So you're going to start to see a lot of Franja, a lot of GL um, in the upcoming future, uh, in the up next coming weeks, actually. So be on the lookout. Shout to GLC with the isms, man. I see this influence is already there. <laughs> the, the influence is there. And like I said, we're Midwest, you know, we're Midwest guys as well, too. So, you know, we have a different flavor about ourselves. So, you know, that's something also that we're bringing into the market right now, which, you know, we're Midwest kids, you know, really trying to leave an imprint here into the Cali market right now. So, you know, we're, we're taking it, you know, one market at a time, you know? Yeah, bro. I, I love your story. Um, for those who want to learn more about Kronja, um, how can they do that? How can they find you on social media? Is there a website they can support? Absolutely. So if you wanted to, you know, just stay tapped in, to, you know, with the, the Kronja movement, please follow us on our IG at Kronja Culture. That's C-R-O-N-J-A Culture. And a lot of times, too, you know, it is that's how you pronounce Kronja. Uh, and just to make it easier, you just put the two words together, uh, chronic and ganja, just to yeah. make it easy for everyone. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's our handle for all of our social media platforms. Solid, man. I appreciate your time, man. And um, this Cash Color Camp is a high level of conversation, not at livehiphopdaily.tv today.